What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez back with you once again. Halloween has come and passed. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, got a ton of candy left over. Good for you. From Halloween. I have no candy because I didn't buy any candy for trick-or-treating. Me either. I went, I went trick-or-treating. Did you really? No, I didn't. That would be hilarious. I thought, maybe, I thought maybe you went out with like your nephews or one of your nieces no. or something. No. Um, and then stole some of their candy. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, me and my nephew bought some candy, we, a bunch of candy. We bought like 30 bucks worth of candy. And then my brother, we told him that we were going to hand out candy. And for some reason, he went and bought more candy. And like doubled the candy that we bought. I don't know if he was trying to one up us, that son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, like he wasn't even handing it out or anything because he had school. But uh, me and my nephew were handing it out for. We were actually just chilling outside for like two and a half hours. Uh, I was blasting Metallica out the window. We didn't decorate the house. Next year, that's definitely coming. Uh, we're gonna decorate the house. Uh, Metallica is gonna be blasted out the window again. That was a definitely good touch. I think we're the coolest house on the block. Nice. We're, Giving out airheads, Reese's Pieces, Snickers, nerds, uh, good candy. You know, no, no, no fucking weird ass shit. Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, no bullshit. No candy corn. Mm-hmm. I I'll eat candy corn, but I won't give. I, I'm not gonna buy it. I've never bought it. I don't fuck with candy corn. You won't eat it if it's there. Nah, bro. I would. No, nope. but I, I I don't buy it. Like I I haven't gone out of my way and bought bought it. And you know what, Jeff? One one thing I want to get out of the way right now. This isn't with you or anything. If anyone says a fucking hot dog is a sandwich, they can eat my fucking asshole and die in hell, all right? It's Whoa. not a fucking sandwich. I saw your post earlier. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh what prompted what prompted this? Oscar Meyer, the shittiest fucking hot dog makers out there are gonna say that fucking hot dogs are sandwiches? Fuck them. Who the hell made them the boss? Fucking assholes. I mean, God what damn. what about a hot dog sandwich, though? I, yeah, I can see that I've because had, I've made hot dog sandwiches. So here's here's my criteria, and I just go off of the fucking definition. That's it, baby. Nothing more, nothing less. Sandwich to insert or squeeze someone or something between two pe- two other people or things, typically in a restricted space. Or as to be uncomfortable. Sandwich, the food is derived from that word. So you need two fucking pieces of bread for it to be a goddamn sandwich. Hot dog buns are baked as one and slit. All right? So I'm just going off the fucking goddamn definition. And everyone else can lick my balls. <laughs> That's it. Like... Chicago's known for Chicago-style hot dogs. We didn't invent them or nothing like that, but we know something about a fucking hot dog, and we know what the fuck it is. And I'm tired of people... I haven't said anything till now, but I'm tired of people fucking putting in their two cents when they're from fucking California or Oklahoma or some fucking stupid place that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Fucking go back to surfing, you assholes. This isn't, like... It's not a sandwich. (laughs) It's its own thing. Like... A hot dog is a hot dog, and they invented the hot dog bun because of it. Because it's a hot dog. Bread was sliced, and then they're like, oh, let's just put some shit in between it and call it a fucking sandwich. 
Let's sandwich it in between this shit. <laughs> the, Damn it, man. The Sorry. passion. No, no, no. I admire your passion, sir. I admire your passion. About I was trying to keep quiet, but Oscar Mayer had to fucking open their stupid goddamn mouth. <laughs> Go back to making bologna assholes, all right? I mean, they were the, the Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, but it, it tastes weird. It tastes different than every other hot dog for some reason. I mean, I didn't say they were good. I'm just saying it's they're not just famous for bologna. They they yeah. they had the Oscar Mayer wiener song. Mm-hmm. You're right, but fuck that man. No one gives them the right. <laughs> I'm just going off by a definition, bro. That's yeah, what it man. says. Two and one. It's got to be two of the same. Not two of the same. Well, yeah, two of the same things. No, but two other things sandwiched in between. That's what it is. I. A bun, like I said, a hot dog bun is one. It's got a slice. I'm not a baker or nothing, but I seize what I see. It's one piece <laughs> and it's sliced. I mean, but if you didn't cut the hot dog bun the long way and you sliced it into slices, you could make little mini sandwiches. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. So. <laughs> but, like, then you would have two pieces of bread with meat in the middle. <laughs> I mean, there's meat in the middle of the two sides of the hot dog bun. <laughs> That sides. They're not individual pieces, bro. I couldn't get it out. I was trying to get it out. I just wanted to see if I could rile you up again. I'm sorry. I appreciate your passion for this. I am not of the opinion that hot dogs are sandwiches, so I don't need to lick your balls or go fuck myself, thankfully. Okay, good. I'll take you off the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was going through Twitter and I saw that. And it, I don't know why I got mad. I was like, "Fuck these guys!" I guess because I was eating or something. You know why? No, you know what it was. I was waiting for my food, and then I drove away from McDonald's. But I look, I clearly ordered a McRib combo. Since when does a combo not have fries? So I paid for all my food and everything went through the window, and me thinking, you know, I ordered a combo. And I got the bag, and I got a drink as well. I look in the bag, and there's no fries. And I almost drove away, and I'm like, hey, I didn't get my fries. He's like, uh, let me see your receipt. And he's like, oh, you didn't pay for fries. I'm like, oh, okay, I ordered a combo. But you know what? Never mind, thanks. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, McDonald's. You can lick my asshole, too. I'm going to fucking Wendy's, and they got dollar fries, any size. So as I was waiting in Wendy's with my anger of not getting my fries, I read that Oscar Mayer comment. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck these guys. That's it. That's the straw that broke the camel's back, Oscar Mayer. So McDonald's started this problem. Yeah, McDonald's started it, and uh, Oscar Mayer just kind of—they were the ones that got the heat. Because I've seen this conversation, I've seen this argument a lot. They're, they're the ones that just got the heat. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your passion on this. Thank you, bro. You're, thank you. How you been, brother? What's 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 good? Uh, besides the whole hot dog thing, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you know, normal. I got a Call of Duty 4. I played it a couple times. Yeah. Bringing me back to old shooter, first-person shooter games. I haven't played one in a while. Nice. I've, uh, Can't wait for Red Dead. You got Red Dead. So I have. For that. I have. And I, uh, yeah, I apologize about last week and, and cutting things short. I, I had to, I had to go. <laughs> I had things to do. I was, dude, the line wrapped around the, because they didn't make us wait outside because it was cold, but yeah. it was like wrapping around and like snaking through fucking GameStop. I had no idea how big this game was going to be. Yeah, bro. It, it's fucking huge. Because Red Dead 1, I, 
I remember it was popular, but like uh, 50-50. Like, I'd come across people that were like, what? There's a even lot of now, people that didn't play it. Yeah, even now people are like, damn, I must have really missed out on Red Dead 1. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking. That's, I think, another part of why the hype so high is a lot of people that missed out on Red Dead 1 and and enjoyed the shit out of GTA 5. They're like, oh, let me jump on this Rockstar hype. I have almost all the GTAs, not all of them, but like the the major ones. So I have one, two, three, and then I have Vice City, San Andreas, and then I have four, which is the Russian dude, right? Yep. And then five was the latest one. Yep. So I have those. I didn't buy uh, Liberty City Stories or the like the mini ones on the side. I didn't buy yeah, those. Yeah, the Liberty City Stories was cool because you got the Lost and the Damned. Okay. <laughs> For me, anyway, because I always enjoy riding motorcycles more than mm-hmm. Oh, else. yeah, dude. I love it. So you're a biker gang? Mm-hmm. I actually like the the bicycle in fucking San Andreas. So you got the fucking... Yeah, that was cool, too. Doing little bunny hops. hops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I always, like, in GTA with Franklin, I, I never drove a car. I always rode my bike. Mm-hmm. Well, in fucking um, Vice City, drop kicking the dudes off of the bikes if you got in front of them perfectly and pressed it. Yeah. He would just he would just drop kick them off and like you would continue riding seamlessly all perfect. But uh, <laughs> I, I would ride the Fagio and the Sanchez's all day. Yep. Yeah. The bikes are the best. <laughs> the little scooters. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Fagio. Yep. Yeah, man. Those good times. But Red Dead, yeah. uh, Red Dead's fun. It was it was crazy. Like I said, being in there that you know waiting with all these people in this line, and uh, I got my sweet hundred dollar steelbook edition. With my maps and fucking Christ, it took forever to download though. I bet. So I thought, because like a lot of games lately will download a certain amount and then let you start playing. Mm-hmm. Not this one? Not Red Dead, no. Because you have to do like the first half of the fucking information comes off of one disc and then the rest of it is like when you, like the normal play disc. So it was like almost two hours, I think, of loading. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, dude. So by the time I actually got to start playing, you were asleep. Close to it, I I put in probably about a hour, maybe like forty five minutes to an hour, because I got some food because I didn't eat dinner before we recorded. And uh, my favorite Chinese restaurant is right pretty much next door to my GameStop, so I called my food in when I went to GameStop, and then just ran over and grabbed it when I got done. So I threw in the game, ate some Chinese food, waited for it to load, waited for it to load, smoked two cones, probably did a dab or two before I finally played, and then I was falling asleep. So, I, But I, I fucking mashed on Friday. I woke up at like 9 and pretty much played all day. Nice. Yeah. I haven't played much, as much as I wanted to this week. Got a little on Sunday, a little bit Monday. And then last night, I might play some tonight before I go to bed. Yeah, I've been pretty busy. I've only got like five matches in Call of Duty. But I highly recommend it. It's fucking beautiful. It's fun. Yeah, the scenery looks fucking epic. Dude, I just like, I've been just like riding around in the mountains and shit on a horse. Like chilling. Dude, I just can't wait. I can't wait till April, man. And it's getting ever so closer, but April, I'm done paying off my fucking car. And then I could start saving up to buy, you, well, 
with my bonus, I'll either get a new TV or a new phone. And then when I'm done paying off my fucking car, I can start focusing on a new TV. Hell a nice yeah. fucking 60-inch 4K. Take up that space over there, that whole fucking wall. Yeah. It'll be big, epic. Huge. It'll huge. be huge. Yeah, I, It'll I, keep out all the Mexicans. I got the, the, when I bought mine last year, I went for the 55. Next time, I'll Dude, probably go the 60. I know we don't get political out here, but did you see what what fucking Trump said? Yeah, bro. They, they were going to be throwing rocks. He was going to shoot them. Fucking the Cheeto, man. <laughs> Dude, that guy's the biggest troll in the world. That's hilarious. Like, I was mad at first, and I was, like, getting angry and angry, but the I think he's just trolling everybody. Like, this has got to be a troll, man. Oh, yeah. Like, this has got to be a giant troll on his behalf. Because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous to see people behind them. Well, like I was telling my dad, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of good to see the racists come out. They were hiding for too long. I, th- I think we need to see him visibly so we know who, the f- who not to fuck with. And he's bringing them out. So that that's kind of good. But I just thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That was... It's a man. Speaking speaking of, of political, it's a big week. Uh, big week here in Michigan next week. The election on Tuesday. Um, the possibility of finally getting this goddamn awful fucking governor regime that we've had for the last, I think it's eight years under Snyder. Yeah, I, I, I saw you. Uh, <laughs> saw you messaging about that, like reading about that. He's trying to fuck with your guys's weed system right yeah so snyder's been trying to fuck with with medical since he got into office in 2010 now he he's up and he can't run again because he served his terms but his attorney general bill shooty who was a as big of a piece of shit and had a big hand in not trying to press charges on the governor who knew that the flint water was bad and that we were poisoning people um so fuck him too but Weed legalization is on the ballot this Tuesday. So hopefully, hopefully by the time, you know, we wrap up, I will know whether or not I live in a illegal marijuana state fully. Ah, uh, man, good luck with that. I know, uh, I know, I would say we, but I don't, I don't vote because I'm a piece of shit. Um, look, they broke my fucking heart, dude. I was trying to, I was voting for Bernie. The first time I had faith in anything, at least a little bit of faith. I'm like, man, maybe this guy can do something. And they fucking rigged it. Yeah. And I know I should do something on a lower level because it's the city. And But Rom, they're getting Rom out. Rom's getting... He's, he's, he's gathered a lot of hatred over the past years. And then Chance fucking put him in his song and shit on him. Well, There's no way he's staying in. The, the bigger thing with this year's elections in every state is the fucking... Um... Your house, the House and the Senate votes for Washington, because the the Democratic Party has an opportunity to take back both, depending on the voter turnout. For you or for me? For everywhere. Okay, because I think the, I think we're blue. Pretty sure we're blue. Chicago's or Illinois has been blue because of Chicago. Yeah, but um, the Republican Party has control of both. The House and the Senate right now, if I remember correctly. So we got the Democratic Party has the opportunity to even the scales a little bit and make things a little less shitty, possibly. Mm-hmm. So I vote. I think there, 
I think there is someone running uh, to try to make um, medical legal here in uh, Illinois, which is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't think it'll be long if you guys don't get medical. That legalization won't make its way once once Michigan goes. A lot of the Midwest up here will probably follow yep. suit. Yeah, we're except, getting a new mayor. So except for fucking Indiana, those fucks. Ugh. Dude, that's the home of the KKK. It's Mike that's all Pence. you gotta say. It's fucking <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence country. Yeah, that's all you gotta say. Home of the KKK. <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence is from there. And Mike Pence had the strictest re some of the strictest strictest weed laws in the country when mm -hmm. he was the governor of Indiana. Because he's a piece of shit. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, enough politics. Yeah. Just fuck that shit. Red Dead Redemption. Get that shit. Everybody. I'm gonna get it. I'm oh, definitely gonna get it. I know you're gonna get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna even go buy my the old not my old copy, but the old copy with both the zombies on there because I don't know what happened. I lost my old my original one because my I got it from my brother. So when he used to have uh Gamefly, they send them a copy once, but I guess they forgot they sent it to him and they send them a second one. So he was like, Oh thanks. So he just kept the game and uh eventually gave it to me and that's how I got to play it. All late about it, but then the zombie mode came out and I had it, so I bought the zombie mode and I played it. Oh don't undead. remember what happened to the disc because it didn't have a case. Undead nightmare. Yeah. Where everyone's zombies, like you go back, play it, and like you could like some of the the people that were in the game as, st as story guys, they're fucking zombies now. You get to kill them and shit. Yeah, yeah. You get to load the musket with body parts. It was a it was a fucking sick expansion to the game. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did play a little bit, not a lot, but a little. Well, you got to ride the four dead or the four horse of the apocalypse. You got to collect them. Like so, one was a flaming horse. One was a zombie horse. I forgot what the other two were. One was like a horse that like it was smoking or something. I forgot. Yeah, but there it was. It was an awesome game. Can't wait to get this one. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Gonna like it. It's pretty cool. Your fucking like your facial hair and your hair continue to grow over time and shit. Dude, I showed you this, right? Uh, I haven't gotten anyone new. I wasn't looking for anyone new. But, yeah, uh, you sent that to me, last, the picture of that um, yeah. the other day. Yeah, I came across uh, Carnage, and I had already bought uh, Call of Duty, so I wasn't looking for any figs, but my nephews, we, we went out just in case. I always go out just in case, you know, just in case I find something really, really good that I'm like, fucking shit, I got to spend money on it. And... Um, well, Carnage came across, and because uh, my nephews wanted, they're like, "Let's go to GameStop. We're on our way home." I hadn't found anything, and GameStop had Carnage hidden too. Nice. We went to the toy section, and there was like they had some good figs, and I'm like, "Eh, nothing. I'm really gonna go crazy for." And then I looked behind the Stranger Things figs, the big pack, and Carnage was right there. And I'm like, "Damn it, you're coming with me." That is that Carnage is fucking sweet. Yeah, he's got the head to Monster Venom too. So I might have to pick up all of them, the whole line, to make a huge Venom. There's a Venom in that way, but it's regular Venom. But there's like a huge muscular-out Venom with like shit coming off of them. It's pretty sick. Yeah, you it. need that. Yeah. Yeah. My Dude, my collection's getting pretty fucking sick. Well, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. I keep. And if you, guys, if you guys want to check that out, go check out Full Hill Podcast. I got all the videos up there. I do unboxings for these bitches. I've updated the, the scenery a little bit more and more. 
Uh, Archangel's been appearing at GameStop, so I'm happy about that one. I, I might come across them soon. Fuck yeah. Yeah, definitely pick them up. There's so many flying figures of the X-Men now. Well, I have three flying. Magneto, uh, Gladiator, and he's... The, he's. God, you could slap me if I don't make one for fucking Arch, uh, Archangel. Yeah, I might have to. You got to. <laughs> Did you? Digitally slap somehow. Yeah, you got it. You Send got one. It. I'll 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 hit up Frankie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit up one of my boys yeah, or uh, Frankie or two K. Postmates, postmates it. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody. I'll, I'll, I'll message your brother. Be like, Look. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out with these guys this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Fight night yeah, this weekend. Two thirty. They hit me up. Yeah, they're like, let's do a fight night. I'm like, all right, cool. Come over. We'll get some Popeyes and. Yeah, man. I'm gonna. We're having fight night. It's my birthday. Nice, nice. Do, do some fucking ribeyes and some shrimp, some scramp, some scramp and some some fucking steaks. Some surf and turf. Yeah, man, that's what I wanted. I wanted some surf and turf. That's what's up. Yeah, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to eat to eat like a motherfucking king for my 35th birthday. 35. 35. I'm old as fuck. Is it 30? Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start working out. I'm gonna start working out, Jeff. Push up, set up squats. My nephew came upstairs and he's like, "Hey, uncle." He's like, "Look, I got a two pack." Cause uh, he's the one that had like bad arches in his feet. Was like super overweight, uh, going through his teenage years. And... Yes. <laughs> and then I started uh, giving him advice on how to work out, and little by little, I started working out. He lost weight. The arches fixing his feet. His posture got better, and. Uh, like now he doesn't have that much weight to lose. Like maybe another thirty pounds, and he's skinny as fuck. And uh, he won't have that much fat on him, and he's he's all happy and shit. He's like, look, I got like a two pack from all the working out I do. I'm like, just keep doing it, dude. So I I got to I got to do it because he's not even doing that much. It's just push up, sit up, squats, and then he'll go run, oh, or, yeah. or he'll do he'll do one thing one day or one thing the other, and that's it. And just drop the soda. That's it. Good for him. I've been coaching him. Now I need to coach him on how to fucking hit the pad. He want, he wants to learn how to hit the the pads and shit. And uh, I'm gonna get more puzzle mats, and I think I'm gonna start teaching him jujitsu. And my dad too. I know I've been saying it, but I need to do it. My fat ass needs to do something. Discipline. 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 <laughs> so, uh, what do you think we should uh, let's talk about some fights? Let's break down last week and. Nah, Action Bronson just dropped fucking White Bronco, bro. What? Go check that. No, yeah, let's talk about some fights. I mean, but we definitely could... go check out Bronco. If I had listened to White Bronco, I would definitely say we could we could fucking talk about White Bronco because uh... quick, uh, quick, I guess review of it. Uh, I listened to it twice. Sparked uh, sparked up a, a bowl during it, but we're doing Bertha both times, and um, it's better than Blue Chip Seven Thousand. Okay. A lot better than Blue Chip 7000. Uh, it reminds me a lot more of the previous Bronson, even though it's always stayed kind of consistent. But this is more, I, I would say, better quality stuff. Okay. Uh, it's only half an hour. But I I think it, I think there was a lot less input from other people into this album. All right. And um, I think it has a couple features. ASAP is one of the last, like, towards the last ones. But um, I think it's only got two actual, like, song features where, where people come in. So, if you like Bronson, you're definitely going to like this one. Uh, yeah, I liked it. 
I'm gonna have to listen to it some more. But off of the first two listens, because usually music grows on me, and I'm already a Bronson fan, so I already kind of like it. But I need to give it some time to marinate, you right? Know, in a little bit. But off of the first two listens, I I really enjoyed it better than Blue Chip Seven Thousand. Good. Oh man, so uh, we took uh, we took another little mushroom trip this last weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, did the Bob Ross thing again, which was always a good time. But one of his paintings, like, for some reason, it was, like, reminding me. Like, like I just was looking at it, and I was like, this could be in, like, a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, let's put a little birdie right here. Yeah. So it made me want to watch a Tim Burton movie. So we threw on uh, fucking Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Dude. Is it the the newest one that came out? Not the not the newest newest one, not the Alice through the Looking Glass, um, but the the one that came out a few like uh, in like two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten or whatever it was, two thousand eight. I don't know, but it was the one was, that uh, was what's his name in it? Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that one. Okay. So him and him and Tim Burton did two. They did Alice in Wonderland and then Alice through the Looking Glass. Okay. Alice through the Looking Glass is the mo- is the newest one. That one came out like probably four or five four years ago maybe but this was yeah this was like the first one that came out with johnny depp and all that shit crazy johnny Depp, dude that shit was intense as fuck for like the first half while we were tripping balls well yeah you're tripping balls on a movie that's intended for you to trip balls on yeah i was on well that's the theory right that or or like fact i don't know but uh that he was on acid or inspired by acid trips to, no, he had to be inspired by acid trips. You can't write when you're in fuck. I don't think so, at least. No. I, who knows, man? Yeah, who knows? But I, I would say inspired by the acid trips he would take, and that's how he wrote Alice in Wonderland. That's what I heard. Next time we do fucking Mushrooms, I want to watch Willie, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've never seen um, The Night Before Christmas, any of them. You've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Really? No. You should no, check it I've out. Never seen. Should I do cool. it for Christmas with the nephews? I don't think they've seen it either. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, yes. Fucking, we're going to go see Bohemian Rhapsody this weekend, and the nephews are excited about it. I think they're going to be excited. Nice. I was thinking about going to see that tomorrow. I was telling them when the previews were, would come on, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to come see this movie with or without you guys. So, yeah. And they're like, oh, we want to come see it. Because I blast Queen uh, sometimes when they're in the, well, whenever it comes, like, it's a definitely in my mix of uh, playlists. Yeah. And um, pretty sure it came on when you when you when when you came down. I'm pretty uh, sure it did too. Yeah, so they they hear it and they'll and I'll be like, "Do you guys like Queen?" Or like, "Do you guys know who this is?" And they'll be like, "Oh, it's Queen." So yeah, even my older nephew really likes Queen a lot too, and the, even to the younger ones. So we're gonna go see Queen on Sunday. Cool, man. Be fun. That'll be fun. So. uh yeah. Now let's talk about some fights. Yep. <clears throat> oh man. Decent card. Um I watched it later. I, mm-hmm. I was I was obviously in the middle of, of some things and uh trying to watch fights while you're fucking hallucinating just doesn't really appeal to me. I don't know how Ari used to do it on acid. Well, I think when you're in, yeah, well, you're in the arena. I think it's a little bit different when you're in the arena. That's true. But, um, so yeah, I watched, I watched it later. Mm -hmm. I watched it the night of, yeah, and it was an all right card. Nothing too memorable. 
Impressive performance by Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. Shut me up. Definitely shut me up. Yeah, Anthony Smith looked good, man. He looked yeah, good. like even the main event didn't have huge names. Like none of these guys have ever been champion. Ozdemir's challenge for a championship, but Got it was a quick, quick rise. Yeah. yeah, it was a quick rise. Uh, Smith has never really even snipped the title in his long career. Uh, the the guy the, the most popular guy was probably Loboff, and Loboff. His fame comes from being friends with Conor McGregor. It's true. Sorry to say it. I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything, but that's where it comes from. No, it's true. It's not It's not talking shit if it's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's a shitty fighter. It's He's he's had he's had only good opponents in the UFC, but, you know, we can get to that right now. I'm just saying Smith has been around for a while, and, you know, he's not a big name. No. Loboff was a big name. It's just no one was no – no one was like, oh, man, let's who's excited for UFC fight night, whatever. None of my friends knew this fight card was on. No. Um, and, I I mean, you could also argue that Michael Johnson might be the biggest name on this card, and he came in last minute. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He came in last minute. Like, uh, out of credentials and everything, yeah, because he won the Ultimate Fighter, and he's been around for a while. Well, I mean, he's fought. I, I mean, like the biggest name as far as like he's been in in bigger marquee fights. He's yeah, headlined. Definitely. He headlined against Justin Gaethje. He's fought Nate Diaz. He's fought Dustin Poirier. You know, Nur- Nurmagomedov made that memorable moment against the cage where he's like, "Quit now! Just come on! You know I deserve yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. But yeah, as far as like name, oh, excuse me, name recognition, um. Besides Artem Lovov because of Conor McGregor. Yeah, I know. I should have got some. Uh, oh, dude, I'm up right now, but I'll be up to like 12, but I'm probably going to wake up like at 3.30 in the morning and shit my pants. Guts are going to be like, hey, dude, you know that coffee you had? Let's go. Well, early yeah. wake-up call. Between the coffee and the McDonald's. Yeah, it's going to give me an early wake-up call at 2 in the morning. Like, mm. <laughs> like Damn. No. I apologize for burping in everyone's ear. <laughs> um... <laughs> Good for right now. Far right now. Good performance on Smith to pick up the the submission win in the third round. Yeah, because um, it it was quite back and forth. I know it was an impressive victory, but people I don't think are giving it up to Ozdemir as much as striking. We, I guess I, I guess because we were more impressed by the victory from Smith. I think everyone expected Smith to lose, and him winning was kind of a shocker. I didn't. Oh yeah, you had Smith. You, I, 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 I picked those. Yeah, you had Smith. I, I, I picked my boy Lionheart. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it, it, the striking was pr- almost even. Twenty eight to twenty one total. Twenty eight to twenty significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Smith with one of one takedowns and two submission attempts. A uh, minute and twenty one control. But both threw fifty two strikes. Um, both landed in the twenties. It was it was a close fight. Yeah, it was a close fight and. Uh... I heard Ozdemir had a fucked up nose before on, in camp. Really? Uh, S- Smith said he could hear uh, him gargling, like because he could fucking feel the. It, it could have been a matter of Ozdemir not being able to breathe too, man. Like getting your nose broken in in the manner that Rory McDonald did is no joke. So who knows the extent of that? But that's not trying to take anything away from Anthony Smith. That guy's a fucking warrior. Took some shots from Ozdemir, didn't go down. Took some hard shots from Ozdemir, tons of them. Didn't go down, got controlled up top, and still came back to win it. Still found the spot, uh, came back, 
um, used good MMA math, good MMA IQ, and uh, made the necessary changes to get one up on Ozdemir and uh, put it on him, get the choke in, even adjusted the choke because the choke wasn't even in. He adjusted hands, and then as soon as he got it in, boom, he's like, like we got this shit. Put himself in a prime position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hats off to Anthony Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I can't talk shit. I've never talked shit about the dude. I no. just always thought he was going to lose. I just always, you know, I, I, after, I don't know. That loss to, I think, Tiago Santos really gets cemented in my head. That happens. It happens to me with some fighters. I can't. There, there's a couple guys. Um, I can't that aren't coming to mind right now. But like when I think about it, when I'm talking about them as fighters, and like one loss always is cemented into my brain. Mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier. <laughs> I've I've always rooted for DC. I've always loved DC. I I've gone back and forth, but I'm a John Jones fan. So yeah. I like like my gut on that one. Uh, D, uh, DC was gonna lose that one against John Jones. but I rooted for for uh, DC. Like when Connor fuck Khabib, when people would ask me, they would be like, "Who you got, Connor Khabib?" I'm like, "Look, my MMA gut says fucking Khabib, but I'm rooting for Connor McGregor because I want him to win." That's me with the Mayweather fight. Um, I know mm-hmm. I knew he was not gonna win that fight, but goddamn it, if he would have won that fight, if I wouldn't have fucking probably jumped through my wall or some shit yeah see and that, that's something i can understand and respect opposed to other people just making retarded arguments or just dumb arguments that don't make sense <laughs> just like one-sided and like dude come on right it's like i can understand that you're rooting for a guy but you're you're, you're saying mcgregor's gonna knock out mayweather yeah okay okay right all right the greatest boxer of all time yeah defense okay i got nothing to say to you dude because yeah literally talking to a crazy person like you can root for him. I can. I, uh, you can root for whoever you want. That's something else. But you can't tell me that he's gonna knock him out. It, it's a possibility, but a right. very low percentage possibility. Right. Um, and I just that that I just had a higher percentage possibility in this one, and I was way off. Well, not way off because like it's just Smith. Like I said, made the the proper adjustment. <clears throat> Fucked up Volcan. Got the choking. Does he get the next title shot? Do you think he needs a title eliminator? Um, no, I think he should get the next title shot from the winner of uh, Jones uh, Gus too. Wait, wait. So right before this fight, the D- there was a DC promo. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I it. saw the. Yeah, so DC said. I don't care what's going on with that bullshit ass John Jones Gustafson two fight, kind of. That's kind of what he said. Yeah, basically, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm coming back and I'm defending my light heavyweight title. I don't know if he meant that as the winner from this fight because he was giving props to these two guys right before that. So I don't mean I don't know if that meant like, hey, I'm coming back to defend. There is no interim. How about that one, bitches? He's not coming back to to take on Anthony Smith. You don't think so? No. Just stick it to John Jones and be like, fuck you, bitch. No. Because that would be... <laughs> I could see DC maybe doing that from a personal standpoint, but that would be stupid on his part because he knows how much money he can make off of fighting John Jones and get your money while you can and get the fuck out. I hope he does that. I, when I saw that promo, I was like, what? No, no dude. Like, you got this. Plus, Just go out with your wins at, like, at heavyweight. Right, right, go get your money from Brock and go. Mm-hmm. But... 
if he knows though, but he knows if John wins this fight Saturday night that or not not Saturday night, sorry, in December. Is it for the interim? It was at one point. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, like with it, with him saying, "Hey, I'm coming down and defending it." I don't know if it was like. We probably won't get a word until later, mm-hmm. uh, closer, you know, into after this pay per view and into December, because there's two pay per views in December. There's one at the beginning. What the fuck? There's one at the beginning of the month, two thirty one, um, and then two thirty two. Was at the end of the month. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Yeah, because the one in January is on the twenty sixth. They have they just announced one for them, and I think that one's on the thirtieth or thirty first. Well, I might be wrong on that. It's a, it's the New Year's Eve one, right? Yeah. So yeah. we get, uh, yeah, Ortega Holloway on December eighth. There is a fight on December first, but it's not a pay per view. It's Dos Anjos versus uh, Taya Tuolasa. Um, and then two thirty two Saturday, December 29th. Okay. The New Year's Eve card, I think. And in between I Quinta or in between Holloway and uh Jones Augustuson, we get Iaquinta versus Kevin Lee. Mm. In Milwaukee. Milwaukee. The Brewers. The Algonquins called it the good land. Is that what Milwaukee stands for? That's what Alice Cooper tells Wayne and Garth in Wayne's World when they meet oh, okay. <laughs> in Milwaukee. <laughs> Wayne's World, party on. If I remember right, it was like Milwaukee is actually pronounced Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. I kind of remember that now. Now that he's, he's Milwaukee, I, I we, me and my nephew saw that and they actually liked it. So that movie kind of carries; it still holds some weight. Oh yeah, I I haven't watched it in a while, but I can still throw it on and laugh. Yeah, oh. like I can I can still enjoy stuff, but how I gauge it is if my nephew's like old shit, I'm like it's still it's it still, still holds up, right? Right. Uh, the co-main event might have been the most surprising performance for me, in just that I didn't ex- I didn't know what Michael Johnson's cardio was going to be like coming in on short notice. Mm-hmm. He looked good. Yeah. The first round was kind of even. I, yeah. I'm like, damn, if Lobov fights like this, I'm like, and I thought, it's going to be hard to pick. I kind of thought Lobov, I gave Lobov the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, But then Johnson dominated, even though I guess Anthony Johnson did out, Michael Johnson did out strike him. Yeah, no, I, ha- I had Lobov in the first. Maybe it was a lot closer the first. You could give Lobov the first, in my opinion. But after that, I think uh, Michael Johnson started figuring shit out and started upping the pressure. Yeah. Started kind of dodging uh, Lobos shots a little mm-hmm. bit more. Good, good performance for Michael Johnson. Um, you know, short notice win puts a little something in your back pocket for the bosses. Mm-hmm. I was afraid. I mean, he didn't make weight, but short notice again. But I that was a concern I had. We talked about that. Yeah. Um. Artem Lovov will probably keep a job as long as Conor McGregor works for the UFC. So, yeah, like I was gonna say, I'm like, I don't know if he gets fired or not. I don't know. I doubt it. Like I like I mentioned earlier, the guy's fighting nothing but like kind of known 
known guys. Yeah, he's like, a lot of fighting fucking cans, but he's just. I mentioned it earlier. I want to see him fight this Russian dude so we can see him fight a different tier of fighter. Besides known guys that have very good skill sets. Instead of fight a guy that's not known that has probably a really good skill set. Yeah, the Russian, yeah, the Russian is a killer though. Yeah. Probably in wrestling. Ba-doom. Uh, third fight of the card. Well, I'm sorry, fourth fight of the card. Uh, Misha Shirkinoff picks up the submission win over Patrick Cummings. It's fourth submission win, right? Yes, very dominant on the part of Shirkinoff. Total yeah. domination. Back to the Shirkinoff of old. Yeah. Um, who was last two losses that kind of derailed them? Oh, Over and Ozdemir. Okay, Ozdemir knocked him out. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was Ozdemir. I couldn't remember Glover. Damn, they both got him in the first round. I wonder what that was about then. Quick knockouts. No time, baby. No time. We'll see where he goes from here. It's a good victory for him. And Misha Misha tried to fucking just square off with Glover. You don't do that. You don't do that with, with... no time either, unless you got fucking them hands. Mm-hmm. A lot of people misjudge Vulcan Ozdemir, though, because of his size. Like, he's not a very big light heavyweight as far as, like, his body mass and stuff. He's he's kind of... It's like, it's like Gus, too. Gus isn't a very... He's a very big as far as height, but you compare his body mass to, like, John Jones. Well, that's a bad example. Um... But like, Misha, I mean, you look at Misha Shirkinoff's body size or Patrick Cummins' body size, you know what I mean? Like, big, big motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So, I think Misha yeah, probably no. just slept on Ozdemir, and he got slept by Ozdemir. Yeah. Uh, Andre Sukumtoth picks up the decision win over Jonathan Martinez. Uh Good performance by Sukumtoth. He definitely needed this one, I think, to keep a job because he got outclassed so badly in his last fight by Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And has only won two fights in his UFC career. To be honest, I think he lost the Sean O'Malley fight on his own stupidness. He was going for takedowns when he had O'Malley's foot broken. Uh, He wasn't pressing the issue. And it didn't seem like he was tired or anything. It just seemed like he was oblivious to the fact that this guy was limping. He was like literally, I don't know. It was weird on Sukumatath's behalf to do what he did against O'Malley. And O'Malley won. Yeah. But this one, I thought it was a matter of experience and uh, being able to push the push the, push the, uh, the pressure, push it uh, the pace. And just outstruck this dude. Outpressured him, outstruck him. Martinez actually had more control surprisingly especially for being new like he doesn't have the picture this is his debut yeah good performance on his part but you know Sukumtoth needed doing what he needed to do yeah uh Jean Vellante picks up with a close decision win over Ed Herman <laughs> who did who did you have who did I have I actually had yeah. Herman I picked. I'm pretty sure I picked Volante, but watching the fight, I had I had Eddie Herman. Yeah, like I mean, like after watching the fight, like who who did you who did you think won? Yeah, I thought Herman won. 
he he outstruck him and everything, man. It looked like he landed more shots. The only round that looked like he lost was maybe the first. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but everything everything was close. But if you had to edge it out, I think you kind of have to give it to Herman. Hmm. It was a close fight. It definitely <laughs> yeah, was a it was close really fight. Close. But I didn't I didn't think it was close enough that Volante should have won. Hmm. Um. If anyone was gonna win, I thought it should have been fucking. Well, if they would have said draw, I would have been fine with that. But when they said Valencia, I was like, okay, I guess. I guess, yeah. yeah. I guess if you want to give it to him, I'm like, but I'd rather it have been a draw or Herman. I would have understood Herman more. But I could have taken a draw. But the Valencia win is weird, but yeah. It was a weird win. It was definitely a weird win. Herman definitely made it clear afterwards. Yeah, oh yeah, he did. He spoke his mind. He voiced his opinion. He's like, I don't know what the fuck the judges were seeing. I like that the two of them were they were classy and respectful to each other, mm-hmm. you know. And Eddie was just not happy with the the decision. Understandably so. You lost a close fight. Mm-hmm. It's funny, dude. If you look at the stats, like all the stats, Herman outstrikes him by four total strikes and three um, significant strikes. But the percentages for thrown and landed are exactly the same, and the control differs by two seconds. Yeah, I saw the control difference, <laughs> man. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Like how? Like this fight should have been a draw, or her, it should have gone to Herman on everything. Yep. Like vis- visually, numbers, like it's. Um. I, yeah, I, I don't feel know. like the judges got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. They even both went for a takedown and missed and didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can understand why Herman was pissed. Yeah, I could too. I could too. Fucking Jean, Jean Valente. Jean. Motherfucker. Uh, Court McGee. God damn. Yeah. Showing me up. I picked Showing me him. up too, yeah. What was up with Garcia? I don't know, man. Was He's like, fuck this. I'm better than this guy. Watch this. Psych. <laughs> I'm not better than this guy. And Court McGee's like, oh, you, you want to fight me? I'm going to wrestle you, dude. And I'm going to beat the shit out of you on the floor. Oh hey man, I've been I'm a scrapper and I've been doing this for fucking ever. So welcome yeah. to, welcome to the jungle, bitch. I used to mm-hmm. be a pit fighter. Yep, and I almost died on heroin. So right, come at me, bro. I died. I died once, bro. Come at me. Yeah, come at me, bro. You can't. I kill fought me. Lady Death and met Thanos. All right, bitch. Yep. Came back. You ain't gonna kill me, so fuck you. Yeah. So motherfucking Ooh. Court McGee, man. You fucked this dude up, man. Fucked him up bad. Yeah. Fucked him up bad. Good for McGee, man. Yeah. Good for Very good for McGee. So, um, I, my fucking TV didn't record the prelims, so I only saw the main card and the early prelims. Which sucks. I mean, well, we can definitely talk about the fights, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, so I, I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't see, see Nordine Talib and uh, Sean Strickland fight. Oh man, I was wrong on this one too. Nordine got his ass whooped, dude. Uh, I did not. I, Talib always comes in the bigger guy, and not seeing these guys side to side, I thought Sean Strickland was gonna being. I thought he was gonna be a smaller guy. That was not the case. No. He came in and he uh 
he just out he out pressured Nordine and was able to land the shots and uh, knock them down once and he finished them. He was able to finish them. Strikes pounded them out. Um, yeah, no, very good win by Strickland. Not good for Taleb. He's lost like two in a row now or three in a row. Yeah, I'd say it was like two or three in a row for sure. Yeah, so close to a cut. Yeah, we'll see what goes with what goes on with that. And then we had uh, Teobald Godi versus uh, Nazrat Hack Hackprost. Yeah, Hackprost. Uh, baby Gaslam. Yeah, little baby, I like to call little, little baby Gaslam gets the decision win. Oh, dude, he puts in work, man. That guy's that guy's good. Uh, like I I think I even said it beforehand. Keep an eye on him, not just because he looks like Gaslam, but because he kind of fights like Gaslam yeah, too. Yeah, that's what you. I remember you saying that. Yeah, the the guy's good. Uh, very pressure heavy. Um, we haven't seen too much of his wrestling, but that's because he's just been striking a lot, and people have been wanting to stand with him, and he's been winning. So, why change when you're not losing, right? Right. Change was not broken. So he picks up the victory in a three round decision. Um, it's not that Goldie looked bad; it's just had Nazrat looked good. Uh, oh, dude, uh, Calvin Cater or Calvin Catter. Kevin Cater, yeah, versus Fishgold. Versus Fish, Fishgold. Um, we both picked Fishgold, and it looked like we were going to be right at first. Uh, Fishgold was putting on the pressure, uh, had Calvin walking back, but uh, Calvin was kind I think he was more uh, reading the whole situation, feeling his power, establishing some kind of distance and trying to get into some kind of groove because as soon as he got in it and as soon as figured out what Chris Fishgold was trying to bring to the table – he he ate that shit up and spit it back out at him and uh he was able to to get the KO in uh, round 1 towards the end there was like a minute left but yeah 48 48 seconds left yeah uh impressive victory by Cater uh even though it's Chris Fiskold's first fight in the UFC and it's a loss it comes to a very good opponent and like i said he he brought it like he was he was coming forward and he was landing some shots. He had a uh, cater covering up and moving back, using the outside of the cage. And like I said, he was just reading it. It's the more experienced man. He has more experience at a higher level. He was able to read the situation and able to implement his game plan after establishing what Chris Fishgold's was. Uh, I like Kelvin Cater a lot. After I've, I think after the last three fights, I've been keeping my eye on him. Or I've remembered his remembered his name he's had good performances yeah he's had very good performances so keep an eye on that guy too because moicano's not a not some kind of wimp no that's that was his last loss yeah no moicano is not not at all Mm -mm. and uh yeah it's his last loss i don't think this will be the last time we see mr fishgold either no i don't think so at all i think we see him again yeah um, and then we had the two chicks fighting. Toledo, Toledo Bernardo versus Sarah Morris, and uh, mm-hmm. I think we both I, we both picked Morris. I I picked Bernardo. Remember? Did I don't, you pick I don't Bernardo? Like, okay, yeah, I picked Bernardo because I I don't like Sarah. I've seen her fight; she's kind of boring. Really like her either, but I thought she was gonna wrestle fucker, and she didn't. She tried, and this girl's like, nope. No, I'm gonna do that like, to you. Nah, I'm gonna do it to you. Yeah, took her down and controlled her, and used I think more of jujitsu. Just more controlling of a base and able to stop Sarah Morris's wrestling because she's not. I don't think Sarah Morris is a like a base wrestler. I think she's more of a uh, came into mixed martial arts and learned Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and wrestling kind of more at the same pace or more Brazilian Jiu Jitsu heavy. Okay. But when you go against a Brazilian 
Right. I don't know. In this jujitsu match, when you're in, haven't you haven't been in the game as long, I don't think you're gonna fare as well. So Bernardo picks up the win. Talita Bernardo. Talita. Talita. Uh, Arjun Bowler versus. Oh, what Marcelo about Marcelo Colm? What about Don? Oh Madge? shit! Yeah, so yeah, I skipped one. Sorry. Performance of the night, Don. Madge. Yeah, dude. Don Madge looks super impressive. For never seeing the guy, uh, put it on T. Edwards. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say besides he beat the shit out of him. There's <laughs> <laughs> not Very... much, not much else to say. Yeah, he he just put it on the dude. I think he took the first round just to figure him out, soak in the lights maybe a little bit. Yeah, and uh, Get his he bangs. dropped him twice. Yeah, no, he was able to land a lot of strikes, man. Look at if you look at the totals, it's six to forty-two. Hmm. Um. He got fight. He got a uh, performance of the night for a reason. Yes, he did. He earned Actually, that shit. If I remember it right, I think he was able to set up a beautiful head kick to put out T. Edwards. Um, he set it up where he threw a left kick, and this guy blocked it along the cage. And as he was escaping uh, away from the kick after blocking it, this guy followed him and uh, followed it up with a right kick, though. And he had me- he pretty much measured the distance with the left kick, and then came in with the right while while this guy was trying to escape and caught T Edwards. If I'm right, I think this was the fight where he caught him with. That. I think you might be right. You guys can go back and check all those videos out on uh, Full Heel Group thing. I always put up the the videos that uh, the UFC releases right after the fight. Ooh, god damn it! Uh, Arjun Singh Bueller. Picks up the decision win over Marcelo Gome. Marcelo Gome definitely broke his foot. Yeah, uh, off of kicks, uh, Bulger was checking him nicely. Yeah, after, yeah. He, after he ate a few in the leg, his leg yeah. was fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, The I was right. The uh, Don Maj, he caught him with the right kick to the head alongside the cage. Okay. Clean after he blocked the left one. He set it up very nicely. But uh, Arjun, uh, wrestling... Heavy performance. Uh, yeah, seven minutes of control. He was just uh, punching him against the cage, punching him on the floor. Um, he just knew where to where to hold him down, where to push, where to use his weight. He's a very good wrestler. It's just in his last performance, he was too pressure heavy and got caught in a submission. And not he did not know how to fucking defend. That, that was super weird. Yeah, it was a pretty stupid thing that he put himself into basically yeah this one was a lot more decisive and a lot more dominant yep you, you can see he was tired though but he was using a lot of wrestling for sure good performance on on bueller's part mm-hmm. uh and your opening fight of the night stevie ray picks up the decision win over jessen ayari very i think i think the judges got it wrong I, I thought uh, uh, Yari won this fight. I know Stevie Ray landed a couple, like some more shots and shit, but. Yeah, 75 to 64, uh, 75 yeah. to 63. Um, so my assessment is, and why I think Jessen won the fight, he was walking forward a lot more, trying to land the shots. Stevie Ray was being walked down a lot more, and yes, he landed more shots, but a lot more were leg kicks and. Shots trying to escape and not heavy shots, not significant strikes compared to the ones I thought Justin was uh, landing. 
apparently the judges thought otherwise and they gave it to Stevie Ray. And I, and do, aren't I a guy that usually values defense and yeah. footwork and cage, like using the cage well, like the, the outside of the cage? This time I thought he was just using it because he needed to get away from Jessen because of like he seemed he- Stevie Ray seemed hesitant. They didn't seem like they were. It just seemed like the he was trying to outpoint him. And if you were trying to outpoint, I guess. But it's this. I thought Jessen was landing the better of the shots and walking him down. Like, he even looked shocked. Uh, Jessen looked shocked. He's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "I I won that fight," but. Stevie Ray picks up the victory. Yeah, overall it was a it was a okay card, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nothing flashy. Nothing flashy, but a, a decent yeah. a decent little setup into uh, into this weekend's pay per view. Yeah, ooh we from the you know what I'm getting you know what I'm getting Saturday you getting the breaded steak pizza. Nah, dude, we're getting Popeyes. Oh yeah, you're getting Popeyes for Derek Lewis. Popeyes. Well, both of these guys are from uh, Louisiana, so we getting some Popeyes. And then Derek Lewis has the sponsorship with uh, Popeyes. And then uh, Daniel Cormier had the video with the Popeyes chicken and cake, or just chicken and cake. And then Derek Lewis had that beautiful line where they asked him why he hated uh, DC. And or they asked DC why they thought Derek Lewis hated him. He's like, I don't know. He's like, Why do you hate me, Derek? And Derek is like, Because you disrespected Popeye's chicken. <laughs> so, uh, and it it's not like it's a tradition or anything. But I usually get um, a five piece, some fries, and a bit. I get the I think it's the number seven, the five piece tender meal. I usually get that before the fights. So that's my meal before the fight. So all right, I, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm probably gonna get it with these guys though. They're, they're probably gonna want in. Derek had uh, my favorite pre-fight comment, maybe ever, of his favorite pre-fight meal. His (laughs) his reply was he likes to eat his wife's ass. At a basketball game. No, uh, yeah, it was at a basketball game, right? Uh, Houston uh, Rockets game, I think. Well, they they were in New York, I believe. Okay. But they were at Madison Square Garden. Okay, so not not the Rockets, but a basketball game. Though yeah. the Houston might have been in town playing the the Knicks. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I just read the the thing on the internet because. Yeah, no, it makes know. more sense that he's in uh, New York because he's fighting to Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that that was the I think that the open workouts or something. I don't know or the media day, some shit. But uh, UFC two thirty. Live from the Mecca this Saturday night. Happy birthday to me. Your heavyweight main event for the championship. Daniel Cormier taking on the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. I love Derek Lewis. I love Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, 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 Derek Lewis's last two fights do not. The performances do not uh, mm-hmm. scream heavyweight championship contender against a guy like DC. No, no. Uh, I love both of these guys a lot. Like they're uh, DC has always been one of my favorites. Derek Lewis is a hilarious motherfucker. He's entertaining to watch. Um, he definitely has his holes in his game: cardio, back issues. He's uh, he likes 
striking with dudes mostly. Um, I think he's going to get out wrestled. Oh, I think too. he's he's going to get submitted. Maybe the it's going to be a TKO stoppage because the ref is going to be like protect yourself, protect yourself, and nothing that nothing that's going to put Lewis blacked out, knockout KO. No, maybe who knows, dude? I didn't think that's going to happen to Big Head Miocic. And look what happened to fucking Big Head Miocic. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But I I definitely think it's going to be it. It would have to be Derek would have to catch DC with one of those knockout mm-hmm. shots of his. You know the one, yeah. the one punch knockout. Yeah, and I see if he catches him with one of those shots, I see DC kind of just doing what he did with Rumble, where he took it and he's like, whoa, and he kind of just like flopped on his belly and then kind of just recovered real quick. I see that more likely than uh, like a flash KO where he hits him and the lights go out. Uh, Maybe. Mm. Derek Lewis hits hard. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say Anthony Rumble Johnson doesn't ask Glover to share his tooth, but. But this is 260 pounds being thrown around. Right. And that's what I tell my nephew. I'm like, martial arts is, or at least boxing itself, is learning how to throw your body. I'm like, it's not necessarily how strong you are in your hand. I'm like, it's knowing how to throw your body into the punch to transfer your energy into your punch to make it the most effective. That being said, Derek Lewis has a lot of body mass to throw into that punch. Yeah, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. That's a big man. It's a big man. Did you find the cord? I found my... I had to plug in my iPad. That's better. For the music? No. Oh, okay. No, my, like, you, my, found my, no, you found it towards the end. My actual... My iPad's uh, battery was getting low, so I was charging it real quick. Um. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't see this going Derek Lewis's way. Uh-uh. at all um i would i wouldn't be mad if he did that'd be fun but it would fuck up a lot of shit yeah i'm a fan of both of them but yeah it would fuck up a lot of shit and i i just don't think it's i don't see it happening sorry sorry black beast but at least you're gonna get paid by popeyes and this fight at least he, he it's not like he's gonna get cut or anything this motherfucker's gonna get another fight and, and the reason he came back was because he got good money. Well, and they offered he, him a heavyweight title shot. But I mean, fuck it. No, but he had retired prior to this. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You're talking about the retirement. I thought you were talking about his uh, coming back quickly off of a fight. That too. I, that's why he came back so quickly. But he had retired. The motherfucker. He's like, I'm done. And then like six, seven months later, he was back fighting Mark Hunt. I think. And uh, they're like, Derek, why'd you come back? They're like, they offered me a fuckload of money. What can I say? His back got better, too. He lost weight. Yeah. Because that was a lot of why he retired was his back issues. He was hurting mm-hmm. so bad. But He's focused on his cardio a lot more. <laughs> Strimmed up his weight. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, he realized he couldn't be so fat. And then with the quick turnaround, he didn't, get, he didn't balloon up. But he just doesn't have the cardio to go against DC, unfortunately. Yeah. DC. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. DC wins this one. Uh, Chris Weidman in your co-main event is taking on Jacare Souza. Jacare Souza stepping in on short notice because Luke Rockhold is Mr. Glass. Uh, yeah. He's broken all the time, though. Always fucking broken. He's like, Dave. <laughs> 
I I thought I thought Luke would have taken this one again if he would have fought, but we're not gonna see that. I think Weidman might have been able to get this one, man. I want to see Weidman against some. I don't know. He's ever since ever since they took the title off of him. He he's kind of him. Yeah, he did. I lost. I lost a bet betting against Chris Weidman, which I've never done because I didn't. You almost think... you almost won that bet. I would have won it if I would have fucking stuck with it. But yeah, I did come close. He got he got Gaslam. Yeah, Gaslam almost put him out. Um, this is gonna be an interesting fight. I would like to see this fight on not short notice, but um, yeah, we have a little middleweight tournament going or middleweight tournament going here. Yeah, that's what people have been calling it. With uh, these two guys facing off with three and four. And then you have seven, and uh, with David Branch versus Cannoneer. Yeah. Brunson and Adesanya, six and nine. I it, honestly, it's a good little mini tournament. I honestly would have put, I, I think Adesanya and Brunson should have been higher than Branch and Cannoneer. Yeah, but I think they wanted them. I, I was thinking that also the other day when I saw it, and I'm like, oh, they want these guys to open up the card. Yeah, that's I. Yeah, I get it. They want them to, to fucking jerk the curtain and uh, mm-hmm. and draw people in because nobody really wants to see David Branch versus Cannonier as your opening part of the card either. But yeah, I don't. I don't mind that fight. I don't mind that fight either. But if I got to pick between Israel Adesanya and fucking Derek Brunson or David Branch and and Jared Cannonier. I want give me Brunson and Adesanya. Yeah, give but me it, style bend. Back to the uh, the co-main event. Um, yeah, I would have loved, liked this fight a little more on not short notice, so we could get full Jacare. But um, See, I, I'm going with Souza. I don't know why. My gut says Souza is going to take this. I got to pick Weidman, man. It's my guy. That's my guy. Ride with him. I made the mistake of picking against him once, and it bit me in the ass. I mean, it's bit me in the ass when I picked him, like when he lost to fucking Yoel Romero and and Luke Rockhold. But uh, anyway, uh, yes, your third fight of the card: David Branch taking on the Killer Gorilla, Jared Cannonier. Um, Cannonier likes to drop bombs. Yeah. Cannonier used to be light heavyweight, I think. He used to fight light heavyweight. He's dropped down to 185 since. David Branch also. He's short. Oh, yeah, yeah. David Branch, too. Yeah, David Branch was a light heavyweight champion in World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two weight. Two weight, yeah. 185 uh, and 205. Cannonier coming off of two losses uh, to Jan Blahovitz and most recently Dominic Reyes by first-round knockout. The Blahovitz one was 205, right? I think that's why he had to move down. Yeah, Blahovitz was at 205. He lost to Texiera, too. Yep. Back in February 2017. Glover to yeah. Share back in 2017, mm-hmm. uh, beating Nick Rorick in July of 2017. Back to back wins over Cyril Asker and uh, Ian Kutaloba back in 2016. So he's about a 500, you know, 50 50 fighter in the UFC. I'm going to pick David Branch to decision this one out. Yeah, I'm going with David Branch. I think he's got the wider skill set and more experience. Much more experience, for sure. Yeah. Is uh, it second run in the UFC? Yes. Yes. Uh, David Branch 
is Ben. What's his record since he came back? I think one and two. At one eighty-five. Well, just since he's been back in uh, the UFC. No, he's two and one. I apologize. Yeah, I, I think his only loss is Luke. Yeah, he only lost Luke. I apologize, Mister Branch. You are two and one since returning. Uh, your second fight of the main card, Carl Baby K Robertson taking on Jack Marshman. I don't know who either of these guys are. Marshman, I've seen fight many. Oh, uh, I've seen the name. I just don't remember his fights. Carl Robinson fought Cesar Fajara back in May, losing by submission. Um, and then holy shit, he's got four fights in the UFC. Carl Robson was uh, on the the original uh, season of the Tuesday Night Contender. He knocked out Ryan Spann. Okay, that's why he's been here for a while. And then he had a fight in November of 2011 against Darren Stewart that he won by submission. And then, so I have seen him fight because I've seen the Contender Series. Yeah. You've seen Marshman oh. fight, too. He's He fought on a couple British cards and nothing flashy. He's... Uh, he lost to uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. back in October. I think, I think Shoeface came in or Marshman came in on late late notice. He's got a win okay. over Ryan James back in 2017. Lost to Tiago Santos by second round knockout in 2017. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you see, you probably saw Marshman fighting against Tiago Santos. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Carl. I think. Yeah, I'll take Carl Robinson. Yeah, I'm going Carl Robinson. Your opening fight of the main card, number six, Derek Brunson, taking on number nine, Israel, the last style bander, Adesanya. This fight, not only because of the skills that these two gentlemen possess, but the hype that has been good. These two hate each other. Dude, I'm interested to see... Like, where this puts uh, Israel in the division, how how well his skills have developed, because we're going to see Brunson try to test that wrestling out, believe me. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely, Derek Brunson's going to test that wrestling out. So that being said, I'm definitely rooting for Israel Adesanya. I really like the guy. Um, hey. He's got a mouth on him. He knows what to say. He's undefeated. He's fun. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing against Brunson, but I like Israel more. And we've seen Brunson get knocked out. We've seen him get controlled. Like it's We've a, kind of seen them exploit his holes. It's a trap fight for Adesanya in a way. Derek Brunson's dangerous for sure. Um, but I think Adesanya possesses the tools to be able to get it done. Yeah, no, there's going to be a tough fight for him. There's going to be a tough fight for Israel. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I think he could... I think he come through and get it done. Israel's got to be careful. Derek Brunson can throw hands. Yeah, he can put him out. Yeah, he knocked out Leo to Machida. Cocky. Yeah, if you get too cocky, he can put you out. But then he got knocked out by Jacare. Don't respect him. You get put out. Yeah. Your FS1 preacher, uh, FS1 featured prelim fight: the kid Jason Knight taking on Jordan Rinaldi. Oh, Hick Diaz. Like he is. I like I like Jason Knight, man. Win or lose, I like watching that kid fight. I'm rooting for Jason Knight this fight. I've, I've rooted against him in other fights just because I've I thought he was going to lose those other fights. 
Like, I really thought he was going to lose those other fights. Jordan Rinaldi coming off of a first-round knockout loss to Gregor Gillespie back in January of 2018. Oh, Gregor. And Jason Knight, who always just wants to fucking fight, has lost three in a row. Ricardo Lamas by first-round knockout. Gabriel Benitez by unanimous decision. And Maquan um, Americani back in May by split. The thing is, he's facing some good guys. Very. But he, but he I, th- I think it was, off, it was off of the hype of having, like, a, a war with Ch- Chaz Skelly. Yeah. They had a war where they were just, like, throwing down and – he got a lot of hype behind him, and I think that kind of worked against him because he got shot up really quick. They gave him Ricardo Lamas next. And in my opinion, that was a bad idea. Oh, yeah. And then I think he could have beaten the next guy, but he came off of, on short notice. Off of a knockout like that against Ricardo Lamas, I thought he needed a lot more recovery time, and I don't think he took it. I think he came back right away because he's he's crazy like that. That's he's nuts. Like he's doing fighting. And that's yeah, why people nuts. love him because he doesn't yeah, give but, a fuck, and he will just fight. Mm-hmm. What worries me about this fight, and I'm rooting for him, is that uh, Rinaldi's the more, more composed uh, fighter that's not going to get drawn into a war when Jason Knight's going to want to take him there. So hopefully he changes his style a little bit, but that being said, that's not him. Maybe that won't work for him, but we'll see. I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the kid. Yeah, I like Jason Knight, but, but he's got to be careful. Got to be careful with Rinaldi. But I think I think Jason Knight's gonna get this one. Sajaya Eubanks originally was at one point fighting for the 125 pound title on this card. Um, not anymore. She is on the FS1 prelims, taking on Roxanne Modafferi. Look, they just they did this girl dirty, man. But at least she got a fight, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how she doesn't get a title fight after this, after we figure out who's the champion. Uh, because Mataferi, look, so this is weird. Eubanks was supposed to fight Nicole, or what the hell was, was her name? Uh, Montoya. Oh, Nico Montoya. Yeah, she was supposed to fight Nico Montoya for the season finale to Montana. figure out who the one, Nico yeah, Montana. Montana, to figure out who the 125 pound champion is. Sajara didn't make weight, so Mataferi stepped in and Mataferi lost. And Montana was the champion. Got stripped. Yeah, never fought. Got stripped. Uh, And now we're going to figure it out between Shevchenko and uh, Joanna, but that's still not figured out. And now Sajara's facing Mataferi. That's the situation we're in. Um, I don't know how this wouldn't get Sajara a title fight. Not saying that this, like, she deserves it or anything. She probably does. It's really hard to tell this division because it's so new and there's not a lot of people in it. But does, does Sajara now face uh, Nico, or does she go on to face the champion? Does I don't think Nico is a factor in this after pulling out again. I'm, I can't. I can't argue against it. She pulled out for no reason. Well, for reasons that were preventable. Yep. 
she could have been healthier and more shape. I can see this getting Sajari into a title shot. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think Sajari takes this one. I do too. I like Roxanne Montefiore though, but she's just—I don't know. She doesn't. She does. She's not a. She's just, just so. She's the peaceful warrior. She's so nice. <laughs> she doesn't give off that fighter vibe. And I think it sometimes affects her, but she she's won a lot, so yeah, I do, get you. Do what works for you, girl. Uh, Julio Arce taking on Shaman Marais. Uh, Shaman Marais ten and one. Come on. Uh, uh, I think he was off the contender series. Oh uh, no, Arce. Oh, no? Arce, maybe. I'm, I'm talking about Shannon Mar- or Shaman oh, Rice. Okay. Shaman Rice made his debut against Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Oh, no. Getting submitted in the third round uh, back in November of 2017. His second fight was a win over Matt Sales by unanimous decision, even though Matt Sales outstruck him. And now he's taking on Julio Arce. And RSA, yes, is off of last season's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, he also has wins over Dan Eagy and Daniel Tamer by submission. Um. Okay. I'm pretty sure I picked I picked Tamer in that fight against RSA. So strictly off of records, I'm going with RSA. Because I know the people I've I remember the people this guy's fought and he's beaten them all. I've seen him fight Ige off for the contender series as well. Peter Pete Peter Petey's it's well that's where he beat him on the contender series. And then Daniel Tamor, I don't Um Daniel Tamor was winning the fight, but he caught him in the Yeah, is so is this which one's the one that fought Vanetta? This isn't the one that fought Vanetta, right? This is the brother? Or is this, is this at 155 as well? This is at 145. Okay, so this is the younger brother, I think, Tamer. Daniel Tamer. But they're still very good at striking. They're both very good fighters. I think, David, fighting styles. I think David Tamer is the one that fought. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, David Tamer is the better fighter of the two. Yeah, Tamer. you're right. Yeah, you're right. David Tamer is the better fighter of the two. But, you know, Daniel's not bad. It's just Daniel's you know, not bad. It's just not as good as yeah. David. Yeah. Um, I'm going with. exactly uh, like. Yeah, I'm going with Julio Arce. Yeah. I think he's about the better guys. Yeah, I'm going to take Arce as well. Uh, opening fight at FS1 prelims. Lyman Good taking on Killa B. Ben Saunders. What? Well, ben Saunders quick turnaround? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lyman Good is coming off of a loss to Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos by split decision back in July. Damn, so is uh, Ben Saunders off the submission loss. Yeah. Back in September. Damn, like September 22nd. That's not even that long ago. Yeah, it was a month ago. Mm hmm. Didn't take what much the... damage. Yeah, what the fuck? I will always pick Ben. Even when I think he's going to lose, I will. I mean, I'll say the guy's probably going to beat him, but I'll pick Ben. Um, 
because I like Ben a lot. Uh, but Lyman Good probably will win this fight. The cyborg looks crazy. Yeah. Lyman Good, dude. Yeah, especially standing next to fucking. I mean, Ben's tall, lanky. Yeah, but Lyman Good is powerful. But I'll I'll pick Ben, just because. I'll take Lyman Good. Speaking of the aforementioned Lando Venata, your UFC Fight Pass early prelims featured fight Matt Frivola taking on Lando Venata. The steam roller for Vola. Six and zero versus nine three and one. Um, I'm a fan of Groovy. I, I like, really like Groovy. I like Groovy too. Um, sometimes he's a little bit to game for his own good the steamroller got rolled by marco polo reyes back in january <laughs> um I'm, I'm gonna go with groovy but i thought this guy was undefeated it's undefeated and then you go to his record he's he's got a loss they haven't updated it yeah that's crazy you're right because i did say six and oh but yeah he's lost mm-hmm. way to go ufc your intern fire them Damn, he got knocked down the first round. Yeah, got he got steamrolled. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lando Groovy Venata. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Lando. Uh, Shane Burgos taking on Kurt Hollabaugh. Hollabaugh coming off of the Contender Series. Burgos ten and one. With his last fight being his only loss to Shane. Yeah. <clears throat> Before that, three wins in a row. Yeah. yeah. Decision, third third round knockout. Close fight, looks like. Mm-hmm. Looks like I'm going to go with Burgos. I, I I remember seeing him fight a couple of times, especially the fight against Cater. I don't know anything about Holaba, so we'll take him. He's out the contender series, that's why. That's, that's, yeah, that's all I got on him. Uh, Brian Boom Kelleher getting a fight in New York again. Taking on Montel Quick Jackson. Montel, I'm pretty sure, is off of the Contender Series. Yeah. Brian Kelleher has been there for a while. Sure looks like it. Yep. He he uh, won against Rico Desculio on the Contender Series and then came in and lost to Ricky Simon by unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember him. Yeah, I... Let's see, Brian Kelleher. Damn, that's a jump up. Especially coming off a loss. Yeah, Boom. Boom's a Boom's a good fighter. Uh-huh. Boom's coming off a loss himself, but to Lineker. To Lineker, yeah. Well, the uh, decision went over Hannon Burrow and a choke out of, of Damian Stasiak. Damn, I, I kind of got to go with Kelleher. That first, that Kelleher... Really, I mean, planted the flag when he choked out Uriel Kantari in his mm-hmm. first fight. As I remember, I, I remember Boom, like, I found him on Twitter before he was a UFC fighter. Um, Just because I kept seeing him popping up on people's posts, like, trying to big himself up to get attention and shit. And it finally worked. 
Montel, uh, you keep an eye out for Montel Jackson. Though. That guy's good. He's undefeated. Oh, no. Why does it say he's undefeated? I don't know. Because the UFC needs to fire their intern. Yeah, he's n- he's not six and zero. He's six and one. Yep. Neither is Alba. Or uh, Frivola, I mean. And uh, your opening fight of the evening: Marcos Rogero de Lima taking on Adam Watts York. The guy that choked out Arjun. Oh yeah. That guy choked out Arjun Brawler. Um I'm going with Marcos Rogero de Lima. I don't know too much about these guys, but that's my pick. Uh <clears throat> for reasons unknown. Whoa. Just just like when Vitor had Vitor had no known weaknesses. It's... No known reasons. No known weaknesses. Except for not getting caught with steroids. Yeah, except for the doctor not prescribing steroids. That's his weakness. Yep. Hey, Vitor, no more steroids. No! no! Uh, let's get into a little bit of news and call it an evening. I'm fucking starving. Yeah, I've been I've been holding off on eating this Halloween candy. It's sitting right next to me. I have not had anything to eat today, I don't believe. Ooh, stop teasing me. Like this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Rubbing chalk on my nipples. <laughs> so, hey, remember when uh, this group of fighters sued the UFC for an antitrust case all the way back in 2014? No, because no one talks about it, but yes, because I'm an MMA fan. Yeah, because everybody forgot all about it because it happened mm-hmm. four years ago and it hadn't really moved. Well, there's a little bit of movement. So they're uh, now inviting the uh, current and former fighters to an information session probably to try to get more guys to join the class action lawsuit. But in case you forgot, the named plaintiffs in the lawsuit are Kung Lee, Nate Quarry, John Fitch, Brandon Vera, Javier Vesquez, and Kyle Kingsbury. And they're suing because they claim that uh, the UFC had a scheme to dominate the market and uh, eliminate competition, basically. So, therefore, they couldn't go make money. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. It's good. Get some money. Yep. Uh, and happy news, Paul Felder is going to make his pay-per-view color commentary debut at UFC 230. I like Paul. I think he does a good job. Who? Paul Felder. Okay, yeah, I love Paul Felder. He is, he's making his uh, pay-per-view color commentary debut this weekend. Dude, so, people are giving him shit when he did his first one on uh, the Contender Series. And I'm like, I like, I actually liked it. I'm like, give the guy a fucking break. I think, I think Paul does a good job, man. Yeah, and now people are really liking him. I don't. It just needs time to develop, man. I wish they would do more Jimmy Smith, Joe Rogan combos, but I I would rather have uh, Paul Felder as the third man in this time than Dominic Cruz. Mm. I can't listen to Dominic Cruz be a dick about every point he has to make. Yeah, for another full evening. We just got to get his point across, bro. Got to. Uh, not so happy news. 
Stephen Bonner was arrested on felony DUI charges after being restrained by citizens. I watched the video before we started. What do you mean not so happy? Stefan Bonner looked drowsy as hell. He was out like a light, like a baby. He was cozy as shit, bro. But yeah, no, he was getting dragged out by the cops. Um, so when he wakes up, he'll he'll he won't be as cozy. Nah, he definitely doesn't look so cozy in his booking photo. Um, did they wake him up? Yeah, he's awake. But he's been charged with, uh, on top of the felony DUI, a pair of misdemeanors resisting a public official and unsafe starting or movement of a stop vehicle. Well, um, I don't, I, that resisting, I think, is kind of unfair. Yeah, he didn't really resist. He was just out. But, uh, if, if you guys haven't seen the video, uh, it starts off with a body cam footage of Stefan Bonner leaned over to the side handcuffed already from a cop and like literally like passed out like passed out and then the cop drags him out uh tries to roll him over puts a knee on his back and at this point Stefan Bonner in his drunk passed out state uh tries to turn over and then like four other guys come and uh stop him from doing that I don't think he was resisting I just don't think he knew exactly or anything what was going on he just was drunk as fuck the guy was lit. Just let him have some fun. Hmm. That's that's not fun. He got... <laughs> yeah, no, putting people's lives in danger is not fun. Right. But... Yeah, no. Um, get some help, Honor. I hope I hope he gets the help he needs to not do this again because Me too. it did not look cool, man. That like yeah. he put his life in danger, other people's lives in danger. It just uh It was it was a bad move on his part. Mm-hmm. You made bad life choices, bro. Bad life choices. Yeah. Uh, Henry Cejudo expects to fight uh, TJ Dillashaw, and that that will be the elimination of the flyweight division. I guess if it has to be, it has to be. Um. Yeah, on Joe Rogan, he discussed the idea that the UFC is considering dropping his weight class and also that he is looking at challenging TJ Dillashaw for the belt. I think more likely that TJ fight will happen or might happen. That TJ they, kind of, they kind of brought it up a couple of times that uh, the, the that division is gone. They kind of mentioned it a couple of times. So it's probably they're eliminating it. Everyone's probably moving up to 135. Sergio Pettis already did. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They got rid of their best uh, their best fighter there in that division that he's now at one, being Mighty Mouse. Okay. Henry has expressed interest in going up to 135 a lot. Well, and let's face it. Mighty Mouse couldn't draw people into the 125 division. Henry Cejudo's not doing it either. Mm-hmm. As far as eyeballs. Eyeballs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Henry, but you know. Uh, a couple more. Andre Arlovski versus Walt Harris has been added to UFC 232. Um, with the addition of this fight, the fight card shakes out. John Jones versus Gustafson. 
Cyborg and Nunez for the featherweight championship. Iri Latifi versus Corey Anderson. Carlos Condit versus Michael Chiesa. Uh, Katzen Zagato versus Megan Anderson, which I really like. Tom Dukenwa versus Nathan Wood. BJ Penn versus Ryan Hall. Uriah Hall versus Bevan Lewis. Andre Olarski versus Walt Harris. Cool. Okay. Okay. Okay, Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, Marvin Vittori reveals that he has a USADA violation because now we know, you know, USADA doesn't announce publicly that a fighter has been flagged. Um, they have the opportunity to break the news for themselves. Um, More testing will be conducted. Yeah. He was found positive for a very low trace of Osterane, and since August, uh, he's still in the middle of the process, and he's waiting for final news. No official press release has been done because of the new USADA policy. This was his uh, him talking on Instagram. So they're trying to figure out what happened. You know, it's probably going to be a, a fucking supplement. Dude, just stop taking supplements. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly, just stop taking fucking supplements. Yeah, when a new up and started company comes up to you like, hey, I got this new stuff that works, and be like, okay, give me all of it. Yeah, there's probably not testosterone in it. Mm hmm. It's uh, funny on, on the fighter and the kid, uh, the guy that did the documentary uh, about the steroids, about taking them. Yeah. The bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, yeah, Mark he, Bell. He br- yeah, he brought in Kratom and gave it to these guys. And then uh, uh, Brendan started taking it and he started getting uh, vertigo <laughs> from taking it. Uh... It's like, and then and then Chris D'Elia and Will Sasso came in and started making fun of uh, Brian Callen and this guy for like, you know, they, they were doing like little mini skits where like, why would you take some random shit that some random dude gave you that he's promoting to get money. It's like, hey, Brian, would you promote this thing that I'm making money off of that you have no idea what it's about and be our test dummy? And then Brendan's getting vertigo from it. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, dude, Kratom's fucking, Kratom's a legit business. Motherfuckers buy Kratom up like crazy around here. Yeah, they're they're testing and testing it, right? Because they're trying to make it illegal. Yeah, they tried to make it illegal like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are using it as an alternative to opioids. I think there's, yeah, I think they're still trying to. Yeah, they'll they'll continue to try. It's just like the FDA keeps going after fucking CBD. Yeah, bastards, fucking assholes. Uh, finally, the uh, USADA has suspended Marco Polo Reyes six months for a tainted supplement. Um, he tested positive. For the same Ulsterain prohibited substance, the agency announced on Monday the investigation turned up that the drug got into Reyes' system from a tainted supplement, which resulted in a reduced sanction. Uh, six months retroactive ban to March 15th, the day he was provisionally suspended. That means he is eligible to fight. Okay. So he got six months, and uh, this is coming off of his his fucking eight second win over Mar- 
uh, Matt Frivola. Steamroller. The steamroller when he when he steamrolled him. That's it. That's all I got. That's it for news. That's it for news. Yeah, I don't think I got any news. Sorry, guys. That's fine. I mean, we're we're creeping up on an hour and thirty six minutes right now. So I said we did it. So follow Full Hill Podcast, guys. Check me out on YouTube. Check me out on uh, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all that cool stuff. Subscribe. Shoutouts to France. Uh, the other day, I was checking out my downloads. France went hard one day. Like uh, one day, they shot up like a hundred something downloads. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Then the other day, like someone in the United States was going crazy too. Because you, they don't tell me exactly who. They'll tell me like country, and then they'll tell me IP address, and then or usually where it's coming from the same, and it'll switch up or something, even if it's the same country. But this time it was from like the same spot, and like so. Shout outs to France for checking out Full Heel Podcast and downloading. And, um, yeah, ch- shout-outs to everyone that subscribes and listens and downloads Full Heel Podcast and Average Joes and Loaded Joes. Sexy party. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, hot dogs aren't sandwiches. They can lick my fucking nuts, too. Lick them. They're on the list. Maybe. Everyone else. Stick your nose in my we, ass. we the best. Yeah, we the best. Check us out because we're getting loaded. We're average. But we'll turn heel on you in a second, brother. Boom. Look at that promo. Fucking cutting a goddamn promo. You got to, brother. Oh, I just dropped an episode where I talked about Halloween Havoc uh, 1994. So check that out. I wanted to drop more this month of Halloween Havoc, but Jesus was busy. And I was waiting for him. And he wasn't going to come through, so I just had to do it myself. Halloween Havoc, 1994, Hollywood Hogan, brother, versus Ric Flair. Woo! In a steel cage retirement match for the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, brother. Championship. But, yeah, check that out. Boom. You uh, should let me know if you do any of the old Survivor Series this year. I got to have you on soon. Uh, I don't know what's coming up. We could do whatever we want, actually. Dude, but like, I, I, like pre, I've been having guests on pre screw job, pre screw job, fucking Survivor Series when they were still doing like the the team events. Mm. Uh, what's the What's the next pe- big pay per view? Royal Rumble in January. Survivor what's Series is this month. Okay, we can do a Survivor Series. Yeah, that's usually it's usually right around Thanksgiving because that's when the the original Survivor Series was like Thanksgiving night. Yeah, or, it debuted with the stupid, the gobbledygooker. Uh, yeah, the gobbledygooker. We could do that one, or we could do a later one. Yeah, man. I mean, like any of the like the ninety fucking late eighties. Let, let me know what year. I'll watch it, and then we'll talk right, about it. So I'll pick one. Guess. Yeah, I'll find pick one. A, pick a year, and I'll watch it, and then um, I'll have you on, and we'll we'll figure out what they. Perfect. I got nothing else. I got nothing else either. I love you, bitches. Yeah, love you, bitches. Hot dogs, not a sandwich. Mm-mm. You heard it here from Raphael. On the Average Joe's MMA show. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch up with you next week. I'm going to go get some food and fucking get ready for my birthday weekend. Wow, wow. Oh, yeah. Peace, bitches. <laughs>